seemed to have motive. What what kind of motive do you think it had? I don't know. There's the whole injection thing. I couldn't get over that. They're using the terms impregnate. Impregnate? I've never heard them use the term impregnate. I believe they did. I'm like 90% sure. Order it in black or order it in white. Then you can make a delicious six-pound chicken. <laughs> a tender, flavorful Texas-style tri-tip. And everybody's favorite, four freshly caught whole trout. I think the trout is the best. The trout is pretty good. Um, Especially in, in sequence. Yeah, and then I always like to do this one too. And everybody's favorite, baby back ribs. That's the original cut. That's pretty good. Yeah. The others are off the EP. Um, I started the recording, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. So what's new, ma'am? Like I said, not too much. Um, same shit. Same shit. I'm a little... Uh, apprehensive about all this vaccine news lately what specifically well like you know like the u.s saying that anybody who wants a vaccine can have one basically by the end of june i think i heard that yesterday yeah and then they're saying something similar in most of the provinces but the thing is is when like you do the math of the actual number of vaccines that they're getting that would be like first dose Right. And then now they're saying like, oh, we're going to delay the second dose by up to four months. So they're going to immediately give people like middle of fucking summer. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, oh, it's fine to go back to normal life. And then all these people that got the vaccine end up getting sick. And how long are you supposed to wait between doses? Do you know? I think uh, it's three weeks was the original recommended day or 21 days or something. And you said four months, the second That's how, much, how long back. Health Canada or whatever is saying you could draw it out. Yeah, that seems to have a bunch of holes in it. I mean, I could see I health. I think it sends the wrong message. Like, people are going to get that first dose and think that they're automatically good to go. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not really the case. It seems like Health Canada is being a little conservative on their timeline. You know, like maybe stretching it, it out a little September bit. September a couple of weeks ago. And now they're saying and they've pushed it back. Saying sometime in the summer. I wonder how much of that is legitimate logistic issues, or if it's just trying to keep people calm. I think it's about how many they can actually get delivered. Like, yeah, they probably it would be conservative estimates. I, I don't think they would go public with anything but a conservative estimate. That is the the they, safe thing to they'd do. Be stupid not to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I'm kind of the mindset right now where this is it for the foreseeable future, and hopefully it comes a bit quicker. But I, I mean, can't do anything about it. There is the like the single dose vaccines, but said the AstraZeneca and uh, I think Johnson and Johnson as well. Okay. Anyhow, what's up with you? Not much, man. Working hard, playing hard. I spent three hours at a dog park today, so you know. Keeping things fresh the best I can. Shitty fresh? It was a shitty dog park in all the ways possible. Hmm. 
every second step there was like was there a, like a noticeable smell in the air no not yet i feel like if we get more of a melt on that will become an issue but there was landmines everywhere oh yeah for sure keep your eyes you open you don't think you can avoid them you know speaking of dogs though have you heard about the covid sniffing dogs yes i think that's pretty crazy i mean they can get dogs to smell anything. Right. Right. Like, they got drug-sniffing dogs. And from my reading on this, apparently they also have colon cancer-sniffing dogs. Oh, I believe that. Dogs are a great tool. Hell yeah. It's pretty interesting. The proof of concept was straightforward. They took sweat samples from armpits. The other day I was thinking, like, you look at buying, like, purebred dogs. Uh huh. And you're immediately over two thousand dollars, maybe uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of like four thousand dollars, depending on the dog breed. Right. I think I remember seeing somewhere that it only costs ten grand to get a uh, like a seeing eye dog trained. Huh. Yeah. So why don't you just fucking go, you know, balls to the wall and get yourself <laughs> pay the ten G's and get yeah. yourself a dog that. You know, can do everything. You might need it in the future. Well, not even for that. Just because it'd be fucking cool to have a dog that would do exactly what you tell it to. I mean, you have to go through the training as much as the dog does. True that. Yeah. But like, yeah, like police dog level type commands, you know, like, I don't know if you ever noticed a lot of um, uh, police talk German to the German shepherds. All, the, haven't, all their commands awesome. are in, like in German. They think like the dogs. Oh, these people are going deep. Yeah, the dogs like well, it's gotten so deep that the police are doing it. So like they think that the dog can understand German better, just genetically. That's, obviously, that's some hippie shit. I think I think you should look into it because it's more than hippie shit. <sighs> I think that's that's a tricky one. You're bringing up the I'm not, nature nurture. I'm not saying that it's not bullshit. I'm saying that there's enough people that believe that it's legit for the that it's gotten to the level of, you know, police dogs. What does that say I think about it, our police I force? Think it, I think it probably also has something to do with the dog not taking commands from somebody else. Maybe they're just saying, like, there's going to be less German speakers. Yeah, like in a, the, the percentage of German crims walking around is probably pretty low. Probably less in than a percent. speaking country. You know, that logically makes sense. If that was the reason, I would accept, but I don't think that's the reason they're doing it. I'd say that's probably part of the reason. Hmm. Let's hope. Yeah. It's also kind of nice to think of German shepherds speaking German. Okay. Do you want to? I got an idea. What? Do you want to go over podcast names on the podcast and decide on one like during yeah. the podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. Okay. We don't have to go through them fast. Do you have your? You have any names like lined up? I literally have one. Oh, you've heard it. The gargoyle. The gargoyle. Ugly on the outside, but right on the inside. So are you saying like that we're ugly on the outside? I'm saying that sometimes the things we may talk about could be perceived as ugly or Can you provide brash. an example? Um, 
the faces of death. Uh, I don't think okay. that has any. Provide another example then. Um, corporal punishment. What do you? What we can't talk about that? No, we can. I'm just saying on the outside. Why is that an ugly topic? I mean, it, I think it could be construed as ugly in some no, way. I don't think so. I think it's something that people should talk about more. Huh. Yeah, it's like it's like a taboo topic. And it has become a taboo recently. Really? Why? I think People so. People were talk, fine about talking about it previously. Maybe not. I'm. Uh, I've only got a quarter century under my belt, but uh, I, don't I feel know. like it was more widely accepted back in the fifties or sixties. I don't know. Um, I think I think it's an interesting topic nowadays. Huh. Yeah, for lots of reasons. There's definitely something behind it. Yeah, I mean, like if you think about like. Just even like women's rights or the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. and like the thought of like a father spanking a daughter, like ripping her pants down and spanking. Yeah, her. that would not go over well. Yeah, it right doesn't now. seem right, but you know, it was the way pretty acceptable previously. Indeed, until recently. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now, hmm. now uh, you see that uh, Governor Cuomo. Yeah, uh, in deep. I, I, I think he needs to resign. Yeah, I, I saw the picture of him holding that lady's face. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I oh, mean, no. he shouldn't do that. He like there's that's there's not an acceptable reason to do that. No, I didn't see the photo. Yeah, I saw an it's interview with one lady who was yeah telling her side of the he, story, but. What's crazy is I guess that he wrote into law a lot of like additional like rights in the workplace during Me Too has happened since his time in office. Right. Yeah. And he's signed in a bunch of shit that he's accused of now doing. Funny how that works. Well, yeah. But I honestly think the guy should step down. I haven't seen much of the evidence, but most likely that is the case. Um, I did see a video of Cuomo. It was him apologizing, which not in favor of him whatsoever, but where he like fake, fake crackled his voice. Like he was, I don't know. But when's the last time you, you saw someone actually apologize in this situation during the me too movement? If he was, if he was admitting the wrongdoing and apologizing, he's going like, well, if anything that I did offended someone, I, that's then I apologize. That's not really the kind of apology that somebody who's been physically assaulted wants to hear. Wants to hear. Yeah. I believe he ended it with this experience will make me better as a person, which I mean, it's all scripted bullshit. But my, my point is like, when's the last time you saw someone who's been accused just Right off the bat, be like, yeah, that's a good point, but I, I don't think it did him any favors. Probably not. I'd say he's done. Yeah, I would say that it's it's only a matter of time before he he has to resign. Cuomo, yeah, the and, whole all the Cuomos are well, and I haven't really caught the that Chris Cuomo. I was show. watching him last night. Does he talk about this? This? No, he didn't. Of course not. No, he did not. Yeah, and, and he's Don always telling you that he's up. like keeping it real. He's never been keeping it real. Come on. No, he's not. I call him Coco. 
also Don Lemon is still cracking me the fuck up. Don Lemon is he is uh, awful. Uh, yeah, I don't even understand how they let him. Like he he obviously <laughs> doesn't have a writer to write his monologue. He's just talking. Yeah, he's just ranting, and he thinks like it's like everything that he's saying is like just come to him in in the moment, and he's like you know stream of consciousness, uh-huh. you know pontificating. Yeah, and it just doesn't even make sense most of the time. No, it's uh, that whole network is. And very interesting to watch. Here's another uh, name for the podcast. A buck. A buck. Two words or one? A buck. Okay. Like, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Is that like keeping it real? Yeah. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a stack. Oh, my God. Where is this slang coming from? The children. (sighs) I'm out of the loop. I'm going to keep it a buck 50. Oh, shit. Oh, like keeping it 100. Exactly. I gotcha. I gotcha. Keeping it a buck. Okay. Okay. All right. How about this? Not bad. I I don't know. Not bad. That's a a fucking good one. I might come around to it. Yeah. Once you get that in your vernacular. A buck. Yeah. I kind of like it. I'm going to keep it a buck. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about this one? Minge binge. Minge binge. Yeah. And my first question is, what is a minge? Oh, well, you should Google that. I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll start talking about the, other, the next one. You do it. Um, how about um, Jesus P? Uh, like P-E-E? The like, letter like P? Like urine. How about Jesus Mouse? No, I haven't let me explain. <laughs> Jesus Mouse, that doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. Jesus P makes a lot of sense. If you think about it, we are drinking, there's a good chance we've drank some Jesus P. Jesus P. Is yeah. It, is it rain? Well, no, no, you just peas, right? And it's got to go somewhere. And eventually, over time, the earth just like filters it and it comes back to becoming fresh water, which we're drinking. So in sense, whoa, yeah. So just like some shower thoughts, stoned type shit. <laughs> Jesus P. Jesus P. Yeah. If only it was that simple. I don't think that it isn't that just that simple. Like, I mean, we do filter. That's how it works. That's how the world works. A lot of waste. Yeah, in like potable water. Um, once I was in on vacation with this lady friend, and uh, she wasn't like a regular dope smoker okay but when she got high she kind of like said really like spaced out things and we were like swimming in in like the water and she's like can you imagine how many dead people have been in this water oh my god and i'm like what are you talking about she's like well all the water's connected and i'm like you're fucking right it's true we're swimming in dead people that's why it's great to smoke weed with uh yeah rookies or oh, yeah or people who don't smoke often i've looked up minge um yeah and so what about minge binge yeah do you get it i mean we're gonna binge on some minge on female uh, genitalia yeah well you know it's been a pretty dry year so i don't know if it's that fitting (laughs) wow yeah covid i'll be honest about it look out people it's been a dry year. Yeah, it has. Hmm. Possible name? 
dry year. Hey. <laughs> dry year? Dry oh, year. You just came up with that on the fly. Can't use that. No, we can't. It doesn't really make sense either. All right. So how about this? Uh, felt up. <clears throat> felt like what would be on a pool table? No, like when you get felt up. Oh. I feel like that's just moving us into dangerous waters. Who who doesn't enjoy getting felt up in the right situation? That's the, that's the direction I mean. Right. Well, I typically don't associate getting felt up with a not good experience. No. Maybe that's just me. It might be. <laughs> All right. How about this? Um, when... I don't know if it was the last time. I think it was the last time. The last time me and your dad were in um, Vancouver. Yeah. We were hanging out by the university. And uh, they have all these signs that are just fucking genius that say um, something to the effect of like, uh, you're like, wel- welcome, welcome to being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to, and that would be, British Columbia, but spelt backwards, like a mirror image. Hmm. Yeah. So we were saying like backwards British Columbia. We'd see all these backwards British Columbia signs. And it was like a First Nations thing. Okay. Right? So I thought, well, why don't we do that with Alberta? And it comes out to a trebla. A trebla. Yeah. Backwards Alberta. That might just work. Yeah. A trebla. Okay. Because it doesn't really have meaning. It does have meaning. I just explained the meaning. But I mean, to an outsider. No. But if you saw like the backwards British Columbia signs and mm-hmm. you were familiar with them, you'd probably get it. There's a niche. Oh, yeah. That's an inside joke. I like it. Okay. I think it's got a good ring. Then I have, an, I have some more. Um, scratch and sniff. It's edgy. Yeah. Did you ever enjoy some scratch and sniff growing up? Um, Once or twice, yeah. You always have to find the quarter. The quarter? You got to scratch the scratch the thing off. Oh, no, I'm thinking no, no, of- that's, uh, that's scratch and win. That's, I have, that's another of. name I have on here. Okay, beat you to it. Yeah, no, you didn't. It's been <laughs> written on here for weeks. TM. All right. <laughs> so- yeah, scratch and sniff. They used to have like um, perfume, right? No, uh, perfume. Yeah, in yeah, you get like perfume samples, like on a postcard or whatever. But they also used to have like um, scratch and sniff markers. Oh, yeah, and like in books, different like books, comic books, and stuff like that. That's a whole other level sniff. of enjoyable experience. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I don't. I haven't mentioned it here, but I mentioned it outside about some redeeming qualities. So far, it's my favorite. Okay, it's a good one. Um. Oh, and Pepe podcast. I know you didn't get that one. No, it took me a second. Then, then there's uh, Sally's a bitch. Okay. All right. Yeah. Any meaning behind Sally's bitch? Yeah. Uh. Maybe a little bit, but like me and your dad once were like 
baked or whatever. Uh-huh. And we were talking about uh, if we opened up a food truck selling like really good hamburgers. And like you'd only like make like two types of hamburgers and one would be the really good one. Mm-hmm. And one would be like a regular size one, but we wouldn't call it that. We'd call it Sally sized. Oh, I remember Cause you're this, a little yeah. bitch, you know, you can't handle the big one. So I do remember this. So then we would like ridicule the customer by screaming out their order. Right. Like, yeah. Like one Sally here. <laughs> I still think that's a pretty good idea. It is a good idea. That's why it made the list. Huh. You heard it first here, folks. Those are pretty much... Oh, no, I got a couple more. A couple more. How about Truce? I like Truce. See, Truce? Truce is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Bless up. We're going, uh, we're going drill style, hey? No, those are the only ones. <laughs> and then the final one is Mellow Maniac. Yeah, and that means like somebody who's like really into music. Is that what that means? Look it up. Mellow Maniac. Yep, Mellow Maniac. Like M E L O Maniac. One like word. Uh, Mellow Yellow. No, that would be two L's and a W. I see. Yeah, I see. Oh, and Wee Wee as well. I think my favorites are some redeeming qualities uh-huh. and Truce. Okay. I think those are my favorite. Well, you have to pick one. I think we go some redeeming qualities. It's been my favorite from the start. All right. I think it's fresh. Uh, one thing that I'll, we'll not be doing uh-huh. is adding the word podcast on the end. Agreed. It's just redundant. I agree. Absolutely. Okay, good. We don't need that. All right. You got anything more to talk about? Yeah, I do. Let me just pull up my old notes here. Oh, yeah. This one's pretty cool. Um, So we were talking about opiates in my drug plants class. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting little things. And I found... Some interesting shit in a lecture. Um, So researchers at the University of Calgary have been doing work on trying to isolate the pathway for opiate or morphine production. Like the the receptors? More so what genes make the intermediates and how those are acted on to like break it down in a pathway and the end is morphine. Oh, okay. So they've been working for like the past three years in yeast models. Okay. So they're pretty much, it, it, I won't get too deep into it, but they're taking genes from the opium poppy, copying them into a yeast cell and having the yeast cell express the proteins through the same mechanism. Um, I think this was in 2019. Um, they found like a major protein complex or a, a gene that makes a protein complex. It was one of the big things stopping them in making the full pathway. Um, so they're now able to produce morphine with yeast. So they can employ yeast to produce opiates. Is there a way that we could? Um, well, actually, the, the main researcher on this paper, um, let me just double check his name, Peter Facini, 
Um, he'll be doing a guest lecture in my class next week. So I'll get to shoot the shit with him a little bit. Um, and are we talking, I mean, it's gotta be on like a microscopic level. So yes. Um, up until this latest discovery, it was very minimal. I don't have a number, but this discovery of this gene, um, increased morphine production by 10,000 times in their yeast models. So as opposed to it producing morphine on its own, it would produce byproducts, but it wouldn't get to morphine. They're missing this one thing. So they'd Mm. get like a small yield of morphine and then a bunch of other like weird branch offs of it. So yeah, he expects, uh, he being Ficini, um, commercial opium production, from yeast will be doable in the next three years. Sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo trash to me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get me some of that that yeast. It sounds pretty cool, right? (laughs) Yeah. If somebody sold the genetically modified yeast, you could grow that shit in your house so easily. You just need to make sure it's sterile. Yeast wants to grow. I wonder like, how much it would take to like get fucked up on. That's a great question. They didn't throw out any, I would ask him that question. I will. Yeah. I will ask it for the show. Like make up a, look up what a regular dose of morphine is yeah. and just ask him how long it would, or how much work of whatever, how much use would it take yeah. to equate to that? Huh? Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Cause I mean, if it is, you can just start making it in vats. Yeah, in but a lab. like think about eating like if you had to eat like a bowl of slop <laughs> to, to you know to get off on your morphine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're isolating it out afterwards. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about like if you're just doing it in the kitchen. I, you know, and then how do you control your dosage? Like how many yeast cells equals? Maybe they're maybe they're it's predictable. I'm sure it is. These people definitely know. Their main goal is to find non-addictive opiate alternatives, but leave that to them. Wow. Did you, um, you actually sent me that article about the fake vaccines? Yeah. Um, did you know that China is like producing vaccines for like the rest of the world? Like we're talking like billions of doses, like countries like Brazil interesting they get all of their vaccine or like 90 percent of it is coming from like chinese producers and were they were, were the vaccines coming out of china being shown to be counterfeit no no i think i'll be honest know, i didn't read that whole article I saw no that's what the article that article was saying is that <clears throat> there's been me. some counterfeit um vaccines out there mm. but um China overall, I don't think is making counterfeit vaccines. I would doubt selling it. them to countries. No, that would <laughs> but not. But if you well. look at the label on the Moderna vial, it looks pretty easy to copy it. It's yeah. pretty fucking basic. I think it just says like Moderna COVID vaccine. That's all it says on the vial. Man, we were talking about the the passports last time and the, the yeah. identity. Mm-hmm. If someone can make that, that being new documents i'm sure somebody can fake your passport that you have the vaccine or just fake a vaccine label oh like no problem no i no could problem. Pro- i could probably find yeah. a fake one using ms paint so that's 
concerning. You were talking about that, man. It was, uh, it's going to become a thing where, you know, if you're in the marginalized group of people, not having a vaccine passport might be, you might be like fucked, not able to travel. Like think about like, it could even be like interprovince. You're right, because I mean, Newfoundland was not allowing people in for that time, which was against our charter. Right, but it turned out to be pretty smart. It really was. As soon as they cut it off, I was like, but can you do it? And they did it, and it it worked. You can't complain. Well, but there is there is a conversation behind that. A, one of the business owners that are affected by that. True. But whatever. Very true. Um. Are you familiar with DJI, the people that make um, drones? No. no. Oh, really? They made it. Like they released a new drone this week. Oh my god! What's going on, DJI? Yeah, DJI. It's a Chinese company. I'll look them that up. Makes uh, drones. They made a drone or released a drone this week that uh, takes like 4K, 60 frames per second, um, but it's a first-person perspective weird yeah so you wear uh the goggles like vr vr goggles but that are actually seeing a first person view from the perspective of the drone oh my god and so like you could go like like you're flying around and it's like you don't have to be like a an expert to fly it like it uh and like if it um if it like loses connection or anything, it just like flies back home. That's dandy. Yeah. It's really cool looking and it seems like it would be a lot of fun to just to, to play do. with. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, if the point of VR is to go into that world, well, it's not really VR. It's a VR headset. Right, that that's you're, the device. You're, you're viewing it from rather than your cell phone mounted on a like PS controller. So it's not, re- it's not meant to be an immersive. Huh. Well, this would is be pretty, pretty immersive. immersive. I'm just saying it's not augmented or okay. artificial yeah, yeah. reality, but it would. It looks like it could give you that sensation of like flying. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Which and would like be crazy. the video, you'll have to like off off podcast watch the, their video the for it. DJI yeah, it's like, PV. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's like take my money, and yeah, it's expensive. Is it? Yeah, I don't know what drones are usually running well, for. I mean, like. If you think about it, so I think it's like twelve or thirteen hundred dollars. Seventeen. Oh, that's I was gonna say American, but yeah, ah, I guess that's Canadian. That makes um, sense. And then like, you're gonna want to have at least one other battery for it. Yeah, because typically they, what I know about drones is they have a pretty short flight time, somewhere in like fifteen to thirty minutes. I I guess on one battery hmm. charge. So you're gonna want to have ma- more than one battery. I think. You can get a extra two batteries for three hundred US, okay, or something like that. You'd have to do it. You'd have to. That'd yeah. be the that would yeah. be the move. Yeah. Can you load the batteries all of them into the drone? No, mm. no. But that would be cool. I mean, if you could. Shit, how many how many flights do you really think are going to take? Like a half hour. Probably not. Many. The other thing about it is the range. I think mm. I think I read on the website it's somewhere up to like. Seven or eight miles, really? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm checking it out now because that would be. What's typical range 
Oh, I I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know enough about it. But yeah. they're using some sort of new uh, communications technology in this drone that gives it like a really super long range. Four kilometers. Oh, four kilometers. It's pretty Still, far. That's pretty that's far. That's pretty far, man. Like, think about a four kilometer radius from around here. Yeah. You could literally, like, go and fly it over to the grocery store and see if it's busy before you go over to go grocery shopping. I like that a lot. You could do a whole bunch of cool things with it. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. One thing I will say is uh, Google tells me when it's real busy at the grocery store <laughs> to be a smart ass but in other places where it's not live monitored yeah that'd work i, I mean, always it'd check. be way more fun to it would be to fly over and check it out you're goddamn right yeah <laughs> google may bore you at times were we talking about silotech last uh, time i don't know all right silotech health solutions a company founded by dr peter silverston the Department of Psychiatry of the U of A, um, University of Alberta. They are a company that is going to be growing psilocybin mushrooms in Edmonton. Um, That's pretty generic. Indeed. The intent is to become a supplier for medical purposes, um, and they're currently in the process of securing a 23,000-square-foot facility, according to the CBC. Wow, how many mushrooms are they trained to grow? That's what I'm saying. So... Hmm. Since August, is it, a, is it just a, a private partnership between them and the government? No, it's a guy left the Department of Psychiatry and okay. started his own company privately. What's the name of the company again? Silotech Health Solutions. Are they publicly traded? Not yet. I'm, oh. I've been waiting. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the guy's been at the Department of Psychiatry for like multiple decades. He's he's legit. Um, and since August 2020, so pretty recently, um, Health Canada has started giving exemptions to patients for, to consume and possess psilocybin mushrooms for end-of-life anxiety, cancer-induced anxiety, and psycho-assisted therapy. So, And also one company in Calgary has been officially approved to grow and begin to distribute these so mushrooms. Let's say that they decriminalize or legalize mushrooms. Everything was from the CBC, by the way. Okay. Okay. Um, like, what do you what do you think they're going to legalize for in terms of like a dosage? That's a good question. I feel like it's going to start with only being administered in clinics. And why wouldn't they forego uh, yeah. growing mushrooms and just use synthetic mushrooms? I don't know. I was talking to a, a good friend yesterday. It doesn't who, make any sense. It doesn't, does it? No, it really, it seems actually really sus. But if the intent is to treat it like cannabis and like begin to dispense right. to the public. Well, synthetic THC is parent, apparently leaves a, a lot to be desired in terms of a buzz. You need all the other things. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's, that's the reason. Mm. That you're not getting that from the synthetic psilocybin? I don't know. I don't know. But I was talking. I know that I don't <clears throat> like to eat mushrooms. You do not. I was talking to a a friend the other day, and he's involved in a few different things, and he was showing me uh, this locked Discord page 
Okay. We'll get too deep into it, but it's a bunch of people doing like different techniques <laughs> of doing drugs. Um, more, more so extracting. Extracting what? This person apparently extracted pure psilocybin from a mushroom. Okay. Which I find very difficult to believe. Well, they got to be able to back it up, right? There was, they showed the product at the end. Have you seen Paul Stamets, uh, cold mushroom tea? No. Oh, you got to look that up sometime. I love Paul Stamets. Yeah. It's like a really trippy blue color. And is you, it all? You brew it in like ice. Is it like friendly mushrooms? No, psilocybin it's like mushrooms? psilocybin mushrooms. Paul Stamets cold water extract. Yeah. I, I can't believe I haven't brought this up to you before considering, but yeah, I, this is something I'd be down to try. Hmm, I'll, I'll look into yeah. this later. I don't want to no, sure. bore our listeners, but that is, that seems really interesting. Did you see like a picture of it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like totally blue. I'm only seeing the, the starting material. But oh, it comes up like, like the bruised blue color that you see on mushrooms. Interesting. Which is a sign of psilocin. Well, there you go. The breakdown of psilocybin. Interesting. Because if you can start to extract those things from the mushrooms, we can stop fucking eating them. Yeah, apparently, like this, like I watched a video on it a while ago. It seems like it's very simple. It just it's just like cold water and fucking mushrooms. Hell yeah! Yeah, I don't think there's too much else to it. My buddy just got some penis envy. That's what I want. I know. Where did he get them? There's a lot. Where? Talk after. All right. <laughs> all right what else we got here okay we were talking a bit about um, <gasps> nba top shot i know you're oh you're N- s- nfts there oh, we go. i got it on my list to talk about as I got, well i got a couple par- not a couple paragraphs all right you go all right i don't have a whole bunch on it but i was listening the other day to another podcast um a person named katie han was on okay and she was a prosecutor involved in the takedown of Silk Road 1.0. Okay. So that uh, Ross Gild- Gildebrand. Some dude yeah. who worked in a, or operated in a library. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ross something. Uh, she's currently an advisor at Coinbase Okay, as well. So, and she's done a bunch of stuff with like the crypto community. Um, she was also talking about the possibility of altcoins in the future. Seems to be pretty happy about them interested but what most interested me was she brought up nfts okay so non-fungible tokens yes um so quick definition yeah fungibility is the ability of a good or asset to be readily interchanged for another of like kind like goods and assets that are not interchangeable such as own cars and houses are non-fungible um an example would be money um, where a $1 bill can be easily converted into four quarters or dimes, quote from Investopedia. Right. But these NFTs, at least the ones that I've been reading about, yeah. they all live on the Ethereum blockchain. I did not know that. Yeah, they're all tied to Ethereum. That's good to know. Yeah. So, like the dude who owns or started Twitter, mm-hmm. he uh, put up the first tweet ever for sale as an nft and i think the first bid was like two million dollars was this recently yeah just like in the last 24 hours it seems like it's starting to pop off it's really popping off 
It's, um, it's too late, though. I, well, I don't know if there's an investment opportunity. There it. was. Uh, there probably was. This apparently has been going on for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's it's just it's at a papega level right now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's, it's like Bitcoin. It's like get your you don't want to get it on Bitcoin right now. No. Yeah. It's the same thing. They're they're overvalued. And what is it? It's a non fungible. I know, but it's it's an interesting concept, right? Because you're. It kind of is. It, it, the fact that people are assigning value to them is the most interesting part yeah. of it. I, I think that that probably won't last very long. At least at the prices we're seeing, like two million dollars to have a like, a, I guess a screenshot of the first tweet. What's the what's the inherent value of it, right? Like the fact that they're using the blockchain to say there's only uh, to verify that there's only a specified number of Gives it or one of sure. But have you heard about the guy who was pretending to be Banksy on one of these NFT websites? <laughs> I yeah. didn't hear. So about he this. was selling um, NFTs of artwork that was in the same flavor of like a Banksy uh, mural. But people thought it was Banksy and they paid a lot of money for wow. these NFTs. But the thing is, is does it really matter if the guy was Banksy or not? The fact that people saw the image and wanted to pay that much money for it. Okay. Says something. Right. But so they banned the guy off of whatever this website is yeah. that sells NFTs. And people are like, well, you know, you're not supposed to, that's part of the deal. You're not supposed to be able to do that. The deal is that, you know, anybody is supposed to be able to sell NFTs. Mm. Yeah. If they is that own regulated by law. Yeah, no, but it's the same. Um, it's the same idea as everyone has access to crypto. Right. It's right. You know, yeah. Decentralized. Right. That's the idea. It's a decentralized, uh, I don't know what you want to call them. Like I called them Ecosystem. a playing card yeah. the other day. Like collectible. Yeah. Collectible, I guess is probably the right term. Well, this, this person was always also talking about, um, visual art. Yeah. Oh yeah. So she was, this so person, I'm talking about Banksy. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose so. But, and same with music. Like if you can, just to cut to the chase, the art that she was given, if she sells it, the artist, gets money right as well yeah well you'd hope so that has a that could have a big impact on the music business sure kings of leon not a fan but they yeah, they I announced know. they're releasing as an nft yeah i think they're just jumping on the bandwagon probably yeah who gives a fuck it i think at the end of the day it's probably just going to be a new way to invest in art yeah but if there was just like one or ten of them sure sure but if everybody who buys a copy gets a gets a then what's the, the, value? Gets the digital version and an nft well they're not going to be scarce yeah right yeah and who gives a fuck yeah that's true yeah so this group bought an actual banksy print or a piece of artwork an original mm-hmm. turned it into an nft and then shredded it live on stream <laughs> and sold the nft now that's the kind of shit that would be weird cool. Yeah, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Huh. Not this, we're kind of fabricating shit out of thin air mm. and like we're taking a, a very uh, memorable clip of LeBron <laughs> that anybody could look up on YouTube and we're going to say that, oh, there's only, you know, 
one or 10 of these right. available. Meanwhile, and, I saw the game on TSN. Exactly. Right. You know, but if you're actually taking the tangible physical asset and destroying it after you turn it into an NFT, now you're talking. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see how all this plays out. Yeah. But I, I heard the NHL's trying to get in on it as well. Yeah. I came up with a name for the NHL one. What? Because you know what they, what, what are, what do they call the, the NBA one? Top shot. I think right. I know so where why not you call it slap shot? Yeah. You kind of have to. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to do it. Yeah. I mean, they could probably use the same marketing company that the NBA use to get a discount. <laughs> you should pitch it to them. No, I'm good. Head down to. I don't uh, like Gary Bettman. Neither do I. He's a little fucking weasel. I haven't been watching much hockey at all. I was until shit went south. It's fair. It's different to watch. Well, when the, your team doesn't score a goal in over two games of playing time, it's a little hard to hard to watch. Yeah, that's very fair. Been loving my Raptors though. Mm-hmm. They got I don't know what happened. Postponed for a short period of time. Back in the court. Every time there's a health concern, are they playing in Canada? They're playing in Florida. That's yeah. how I heard yeah. about the COVID sniffing dogs. They're actually using them in Miami. Okay. It's not fully tested. Like I think it's pretty early to use the uh, the technology as a, a way of weeding out the COVID people. But I think they use dogs Miami. to sniff out other things, though. Like you said, colon cancer. Yeah. But I think there's a wide variety of things they actually use them to sniff out with. So I think they probably are pretty pretty good, safe in the yeah. the knowledge that like. Why would you use it if it wasn't effective? The success rate was 75 to 100% yeah. in the study. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It was very interesting to see, though. Man, I've been listening to uh, a bunch of that Soul Wax from Dewey album. Yes. God damn, man. They break it down. That's good. Ugh. I like that song. Um, do you want to get into trouble off that album? Yeah. I can't say I know it. Are you kidding me? I'm sure I'd know it if I heard it. I just never looked at the song names. You can't tell me that you're fucking like knee deep into an album and you don't know like one of its best songs. If you played it, I'm sure I'd know it. I usually just end up listening and doing work and I'm not looking at the song names. It's a very driving album. Yeah, but like that's like a part of the lyric. Are you going to play it? I'm going to try to. <laughs> also, I learned that Captain Beefheart had MS. I didn't know that. That actually makes a lot of sense. Right? Because you see him deteriorate health-wise in the later part of his life. It's too bad. I've been uh, trying to bring Beefheart to my friends. They finally got into uh, Safe as Milk because Rycooter is on it. I'm like, come on. Okay, well, that's the way that you get them in, whatever it takes. Right? At least at least more people are listening to the boof. All right, I got this song. Let's check it out. Let's check it. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to do you want to Do 
Yeah. That lyric, right. (laughs) They throw down. Yeah, I I think that that is one of those albums where you could listen to it start to finish without having to skip a song. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not looking at the track names usually. Just on and then... Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it's the main lyric. (laughs) You're like, oh, I'm really into From Dewey. Man, I'm bad with lyrics. I've always been this way. Yeah. It takes me a really long time to actually know what they're saying. Like, I can... I have, like, 2112 memorized musically in my head. Okay. And lyrically as well. So you're like one of those guys that like, um, uh, excuse me while I kiss this guy instead of, y- yes, yeah, you're one of those people. Oh, uh, well, for the most part, I just tend not to sing in public if I don't no, know. No, but I mean like that's but how yes, you hear things. A lot of the time. And it'll be like, that's ah. probably why you don't like that. That you're not really into that Andy Schauf album. Yeah. I'm not listening to lyrics so, for the most part. But his voice is like. His voice is almost like doing like a weird uh, pitch thing. Okay. Where it's almost like an auto-tune thing and hmm. you're probably hearing, not hearing what you're actually, what he's actually singing. That happens a lot to me. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I've, uh, I don't know, lyrics have always come second to the, the music, like instrumental music, I suppose. Yeah, it depends on the music for me. Took me like, I think it was Led Zeppelin. And the first girlfriend, I was like, ah, I understand what these people were singing about. But it, it took a while. Which Led Zeppelin song? Just all of their music. It's oh. About sex and love and... Yeah, even the stuff they stole. They stole a lot of it. Yeah. They stole a lot of it. I don't know. They, they'll always have a have spot you, in my heart. Have you listened to the Soul Wax album, Essential? Uh, no. It's really weird. I don't think so. Um, every song is based on the word essential. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, there was a time when I was, I kind of got, yeah, it's very experimental. I was kind of into it because, uh, the place that I worked at was using the word essential as a marketing <laughs> tagline. They were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking up the album cover. It's green. Robot-y. Okay. I've definitely skimmed over it before, but... Haven't given it a listen. Would you recommend? You could listen to it once. You're into some weird shit. So. I am into some weird shit. That is faux show. It's time we uh, wrap this shit up. I think so, my buddy. My throat is a little dry. Me too. I could go for another Caesar. Hell yeah. All right. To Caesar's Palace. All right. Been a pleasure. See you next week. See y'all.